and welcome to The Other End of the Hallway, a fun and informative show highlighting local music scene in Rochester, New York. We'll meet the bands, hear the music, and get the news and more. I know you won't want to miss an episode, so please follow or subscribe. All right, so come on, hang out, and enjoy the show. You didn't fuck up or nothing. <laughs> I went a little fast, though, I think, in one spot. All right, welcome to the other end of the hallway. Today I'm hanging out with Turkey Blaster Omega. This was a really super fun group to talk to. So don't worry, we will find out about the name. We'll also hear about playing Sky in a sushi bar and get the scoop on the infamous bug jar incident. So crack open a beer and check it out. Okay, with us today is a wonderful Sky band from right here in Rochester, and they are Turkey Blaster Omega. So let's say hello and uh, learn all about them. Hello, hello. I'm Katie, the lead singer. Lenny, the guitar player. I'm Kyle on drums. <laughs> All right. And uh, this is only a portion of the band, of course. It's a, kind of a large band, right? Yeah, we're an eight-piece. All right. What, tell, um, tell me about the rest of them. Yeah, the, the instrumentation is we have four horn players, a berry sax, an alto sax, and two trumpets. Um, then the classic uh, bass guitar, regular guitar, and drums. And then me on vocals. Chris, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 names. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Chris, Ryan, Jack, Jordan, um, Aaron, and then you two, yeah. and me. Hey. And do you ever, uh, it's, there's a large band, do you ever have trouble fitting on the stage? Yeah. Uh, I, I can imagine. <laughs> We've definitely had a few moments. Um, our first couple shows where we encountered that, we tried to keep the horn players on the floor. Okay. And we learned quickly that was a horrible idea. Um, one of the shows we played at Rosen Crown, within the first song, someone headbutted the bell of Ryan's trumpet, <laughs> gave him a fat lip like the second song into it. He had ice pack, everything. So after that, they they definitely, we, we opted for either me or Lenny to be on the floor versus the horn players. We try to squish, though. We yeah. try to squish. We fit all in the bug jar a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That's... Well, if you fit in the bug jar, yeah. you'd probably do okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Two-door lounge as well. That's a pretty small stage. We all yep. fit on there. Um, what was Oh, Skylark was another ridiculously small stage that we managed to fit on. How long have you been together? Uh, four years now. Um, I think it was four years in January. So it was like the, the four years of the first practice. And then August 2nd is going to be four years since the first show. And everyone's kind of the same members have been? Yeah, for the most part. That's awesome. Um, we added the Barry Sachs player uh, about a year ago, maybe two years ago now, which I was I was obsessed with. From the start, I wanted a Barry Sachs player. <laughs> and we do all originals? Some originals? For the most part. Um, Mostly originals, but we did do a tribute show at Three Heads uh, where we played all of the Everything Goes Numb record by Streetlight Manifesto, who was one of our... Major inspirations. Oh, okay. So one, I picked out four songs. Uh, you want to play Let It Go? Awesome. Okay. This is Let It Go by Turkey Blaster Omega.
Okay, so that was Let It Go, Turkey Blaster Omega, very nice. It's only one of our two songs that are the same titles as a Taylor Swift song, so. Yeah. Ah, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't Unintentional. either. <laughs> Actually, no, it's, there's three, because Wonderland is also a Taylor What's Swift What's the song. other one? Um, Blank Space. Oh my God! Yeah, three? Oh that was completely three? unintentional. Yeah, There's three Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> three songs by Taylor Swift. We didn't do that on purpose, I swear. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I found out about Wonderland too, because Blank Space, I wrote it. Everyone's like, "Oh, this is a Taylor Swift." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Oh no, wait, no, wait. It's two Taylor Swift, one Adele. Let oh. it go is Adele, right? Oh, I don't know then. Oh no. Blank Space, Wonderland, or Taylor Swift? Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Right. That's oh, a, that's, that's not that's not Adele. Who is it? That's, that's Frozen. Frozen. That's, that's Frozen. Uh, she sings it, right? No, it's like that's it's like, like a, a Bina Man- Mandela's or something. I don't right. know her name. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> we have no idea. Okay, what we're still, talking about. I mean, it's not the best track I could have two songs that are like Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> and the funny thing about Let It Go is that's the only one that we did a, our own music video to, and we ended up like half of it. It's like a three minute long video, and half of it is just video, and then. We had all this material for a song that's only a minute and 30 seconds long. <laughs> and that was, a, that was a learning process. We had all this material. We're like, how do we fit this in for a minute and a half long video or a song? <laughs> and Lenny wrote that one, correct? Yep, that yeah. was a Lenny one. That yeah. was a Lenny one. Mm-hmm. If not one of the first ones you brought to the band. I think it's like 60 or 70% Katie and like 20% me and 10% Aaron. Yeah. Something like <laughs> for that. songwriting. Yeah, for songwriting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Katie and I both have busked. I busked a lot, 2016-2017, and then Katie got into it. We've done a little thing, me and her, uh, one of my suitcase drum set, and yeah. her playing. We did it in Philadelphia in front of a shows. One time she was busking in front of Photo City, and oh, then yeah. she got invited in to play on stage, <laughs> wow. which is like the busker's dream right there. Yeah, that was for the, the Days and Days Bridge City Center show. Which inevitably um, got us connected with the Bridge City Centers, and now we're booked to actually officially open for them. Um, and upcoming here in May, May twenty fourth at Photo City. Is that a local band? Uh, they are not a local. They are actually, I think, at this point, internationally touring. Oh. Um, I think they are over in the UK right now, if not Germany. Oh, so you got in good. Yeah, I was. I was super at the time. Obviously, like absolutely stunned that that even happened. And then when they had us up to play for Turkey Blaster, I was even. I was doing backflips. I was super excited. <laughs> streets to the stage. That's how you do it. Yeah, streets to the stage, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of my go-to spots. Danny always lets me the owner. And I'm always like, come on, yell at me. Come on, yell at me louder. Yell at me louder. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, uh, it's, it's cool to see, like, uh, how something like that can turn into an opportunity mm-hmm. for our whole band to be able to, uh, you know, get, get a little more exposure. So they, do they invite you to go on any tours or anything? Oh, no, I wish. No, not yet. I wish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they got their own thing going on. I'm just very grateful that they remembered us and gave yeah. us the opportunity to play when they're coming through. And, you know, we appreciate that. Yeah, sure. every time any of them come through, like King Strange, um, he he's one of the members. And he uh, he he's texted me a couple times when he's coming to town, like, hey, you want to come to this show? And I've, I like at the time I was like off in Florida or wherever. And um, but yeah, he always like shoots me a text whenever they're coming in. And I remember making the joke months back before we booked the show, like, hey, if you ever need an opener and you're coming back to Rochester, and then literally not even a week later, they were like, hey, guess what? We're coming back to Rochester. We need an opener. <laughs> so So you did it? Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, right? I thought that was super cool. It's nice for him to suggest a little little ska band like us, you know, yeah. those <laughs> folk punk guys. That's so nice of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what's up? I hear uh, Lenny's taking a trip. Yep, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been a few years in the making now. My oldest friend moved to Alaska, and he bought a house with his wife up there. 
he's a pilot and he's training to be um, a jet pilot and he's like you got to come up and it was right when I bought my van and I started to play the vision out I'm like I think I think I got to take a trip because I am an adventurous uh, person and I need to like every couple of years got to get a taste of the untethered life so with the band's permission of course and a year in advance notice I was like I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take a trip in the summer uh, you know so hopefully I you know I don't want to you know, make any opportunities missed for the band. And luckily, Kyle's uh, brother is in a great band, Shambles, from Buffalo, too. And we asked him, and of course, it's like a perfect match. He was more than, like, he was, like, ecstatic. He's like, hell yeah, absolutely, I'll, I'll sub in for you guys for the summer. Well, he was my first uh, choice when we were talking about we need a replacement yeah. guitar, strictly because when I was growing up, when I was, like, 13 years old, I was in a ska band called Dingo Fad with my older brother, Ryan. And, you know, that's just it's like full circle now after... You know, all the years of playing out, I've been in psychedelic rock bands. You know, I've played some metal. And now I'm just back playing ska again with my older brother. Just yeah. like the basements cool. from childhood. And wasn't, so. wasn't Jack in... Uh, yes, and Jack, Jack yeah. our bass player currently in Turkey Blaster, he as well was in uh, uh, Dingo Fad back in the day. I know what, he was like 15, 16? Yeah, he was yeah. like... They were all like two years older than me. I was like 13, 14. People were so impressed when we were going out and it's like, well, look at you got like a little kid drummer up there. You know, like, it was yeah. fun. That was a good time. I bet you shredded really similar to how you shred now too. I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah, I haven't progressed much since I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So then you're you're taking the trip and then you're, you're coming back obviously to be yeah. in the band? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, band has definitely a, been my priority, like one of the top priorities of mine for the past couple of years and I didn't want to um, make anyone think that it's not a priority still, but it's just one of those things that I had to do. I feel like my intuition is calling me to do it. And um, yeah, I just needed some time with me and the dog. I'm going to do some national parks. Um, taking, a, you know, the long way. Taking, I saved up money for the past year, so I can just take some time to myself. Yeah, to, you've been working like two jobs. Yeah, and I'm not a two-jobber, so <laughs> I, put, I put up with that for a year. Wow. What happens if you come back and they say, oh, you know, Big Brother's pretty good. Here. <laughs> I think Shambles will have something to say about that. I don't know. Yeah. Shambles will be like, give oh, us he's our doing, story. He's doing both? Yeah, he's doing both. And he's also like got a big boy lawyer job uh, wow. doing like law for University of Buffalo. So he's got a lot of uh, stuff on his plate. So we were very grateful for him to squeeze us into his daily rotation. Wow. Yes, indeed. But yeah, I, t- I tend to come back with a lot of new material. So well, I mean, you're a major contributor to the band. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you said you wanted to take a break, I mean, we totally get it, dude. That's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Go yeah. to Alaska. Yeah. You get to fly in some planes with this guy in Alaska. Like, that's that's incredible. <laughs> I was just like, thinking about it the other day. Like I, so he's my, my oldest best friend. We grew up together, neighbors since third grade. When I first moved to Spencerport, he was you know like my first friend. So I don't think I've been neighbors with him since he went to college in Buffalo when, after high school. So. Just to be like living near each other again, it's gonna be super fun for like just kind of like old times being like kids. And he's in a point in his life where you know he's he's at the point in his uh, schooling for a pilot where he just wakes up, goes to the hangar, picks out a keys to a plane, flies it for a few hours, lands, works out. Like that's all he has to do. So he's like, we're gonna be hanging out, we're gonna be flying, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a treacherous drive because you're driving correct to yeah. Alaska through Canada. Well, yeah, yeah. But apparently you're going to you're going to New Orleans first to go to Alaska. And (laughs) there it is. is. (laughs) PBRs, you know. Sponsor. (laughs) Yeah. All right. How about um, two to one? Awesome. All right. This is another song, Turkey Blaster Omega.
I saw you was the first time I felt the pain. Then I knew I shared with countless souls who held. So that was two to one, but um, I hear there's two versions of that song. And There is. We released it as a single initially, and obviously there isn't like a means where we're printing CDs to just have, you know, one CD for one song. It's not like an EP back in the day, but um, definitely. And so we re-recorded it for the album. So there are two versions of that, and that one was a single, which is my personal favorite because we had a Barry sax on it versus uh, the trombone and everything else, <laughs> the regular instrumentation initially. Oh, on that okay. album. So there's two versions, and this was the good one. Well, so that's actually the only recording we have with the Barry Sax at the moment. Yeah, that is the, the yes. only Barry Sax recording. Hopefully, we'll change that in the I, within the next. I think year. we will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once Lenny gets back from his trip, we have some, we have a bunch of new material written that we're gonna hone in and yeah. save up some funds. We'll hit that studio again for sure. Yes. Yeah, so so you, so you don't have anything new coming out until next year when Lenny gets back. Is yeah. that it? 
Okay. Uh, right now, we're going to spend the time, I mean, I'm not speaking for everybody, but, you know, we're probably going to spend the time writing mm-hmm. with our backup guitar player, Ryan, that's going to be with us. We're going to fill out some shows, have a good time, you know. We just bought a bunch of merch, and we're going to try to sell all this merch to uh, save up for the album, play a lot of, as many shows as, like, you know, respectably we're able to. Absolutely. And that merch will be available uh, on our website, correct? Um, uh, so uh, how I have it is it's not going to be directly like you don't order it off the website. I'm probably going to take orders through the booking email and do that. Do it that way. I don't okay. know how we add I guess. Well, I mean, I, if you follow us on Facebook and Instagram and yeah. we'll release when we have the merch in possession. If you, if you can't make it to a show, we'll find a way to send it to you, ship it to you, Absolutely. get it to you. Who's that radio personality in Australia that really likes us? Oh, sense? the Scott Show with Beefy. Yeah, Beefy. Yeah, we were playing on like primetime Australia radio wow. a couple years, well, twice now. Um, and this guy, I don't know why he liked us so much, but he, he was digging us. And yeah, we got played twice. We're, we're going to have to send him some merch. We're going to have to I know, pony, pony up yet. some money out to Australia. My, my mom sent him a CD. Oh, really? And a t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice of your oh, mom. Oh, thank God. The name have any significance or well uh kyle hates it i i have never really been the biggest fan of this name because simply because when i tell people oh you're in a band what's the name i say turkey blaster omega and their immediately response with what the hell is that yeah what does that mean and honestly, there really isn't a ton of meaning behind it. <laughs> Nothing. It I'm pretty sure we were, all, we were all sitting around after we already had a gig book, so we had to come up with a name to go on the flyer. We had to figure something out, and we didn't have a lot of time to do it. So we were kind of just chatting and chatting. It's like, what's a good, like, you know, most ska bands have, like, three three words in the name, you know. Right. Maybe two, maybe three. Oh, real big fish, less than Jake. Less than, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. You know, mustard plug. We're, if, we're trying to lean for, like... something like the... Blank tours, like the abruptors. Yeah, like yes. The interrupters. Yeah, we're, we, we were looking to have like a multi-word multi, multi ska band name, and our bassist Jack just, maybe we had a little bit too much to smoke and drink that night when we were coming <laughs> up with a name, and he just said these three words that we all laughed at, and we're like, wow, that like flows like surprisingly <laughs> well. We're like, no, no, and so, well. And so then when you're, when you're a new band and you're trying to figure out your band name, the first thing you do is you have to Google this band name and make sure that there yeah. isn't some other local band, you know, operating. Uh, I was in a band, psychedelic rock band. The last one I was in was on Incognito Burrito. <laughs> and that's a funny name, but believe it or not, there is another Incognito Burrito yeah. band. <laughs> I don't know. But anywho, so with Turkey Blaster, we were like, all right, no one has this name. No one. You should have went on tour with them. <laughs> <laughs> Incognito Burrito squared. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but no, we uh, we Googled it and we looked at it. And even on Google, nothing came up. If yeah. you look up Turkey Blaster Omega, it's yeah, just a bunch are, of like. Chances are pretty rare. It says, did you mean Turkey Baster? Yeah. 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 Did you, and a, lot, a lot of our fans like to prank us saying, like, when you get the Turkey Basters in for merch, you know? So. I went to this one like hillbilly party one time where they had like this big tub of moonshine and like it was a show we played it back in the day and there was just a guy with two turkey basters and you just to him and you just you'd walk up and it was like a he would just like baby bird squeeze the turkey baster moonshine in your mouth so if we did something like that at some show you know get basted by turkey blaster yeah, I feel like we could just catapult a bunch of turkey basters into the crowd that, that <laughs> just start throwing them at <laughs> hey get one of those uh, t-shirt cannons I've looked into this. I've looked into this. 
Uh, they're a little out of our price range. Uh, we could get one. <laughs> we could get one, though. They were like $1,300 or something for me. <laughs> I tell you, in my search of uh, t-shirt guns, though, I did find a golf cart that comes affixed with a t-shirt cannon <laughs> on the back. And it's like high-powered, like, will launch yeah, into like the tank. upper 500s of like a stadium. And that thing was like, you know, probably like $16,000. Could you imagine? It was like, it was like rapid fire. Like, <laughs> a Gatling gun turkey. Oh, man. It's got a drum magazine <laughs> of shirts. That'd be awesome. So your um, description is the fourth wave ska band. Do you want to yeah. tell us what the first three waves are? That was what? like initially what I was like saying in my like young band leader days. But now I, I just say next wave because apparently there was already a fourth wave that I didn't know about. Well, the thing with ska people that really like ska, they are very particular about what wave. Yeah. <laughs> you label yourself as, apparently. We figured, oh, well, we're kind of fresh and new. There's not a whole lot of new ska bands coming on the scene. We're trying to do interesting things with, like, you know, not so much time signature changes, but, like, displacement of beats and I, I don't know. Like, we're trying new stuff, and we think yeah. that that classified fourth wave at the time, but we did get reviewed by, uh, what was it, Rock City Newspaper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was a pretty decent review. He was very fair, and he, he straight up said, like, second sentence in, like, they are not fourth wave. <laughs> yeah. He, and we were kind of like, oh. He's like, the whack, in, the whack in the fourth wave psychedelia, and we're like, what? <laughs> Which is like, to each their own. I didn't really, I didn't fully understand it. The word the fourth wave came from for me is Streetlight Manifesto. They have a yeah, song. That's what I was getting at. They have a song on their old one of their old albums, Keys Me Nights, which is '99 and Catch My Two originally. Yeah. But uh, it was called Ride in the Fourth Wave, and that's it. I'm like, oh, they must be fourth wave, and that's the band I like. So I want to write that music, or that's the music yeah. that I lo- I like the most. I'm gonna play that, and so I'm like, okay, if they're fourth wave, then I'm fourth wave. Like that yeah. was that's it personally. That's. And then, There's a lot of guys on Reddit that like to bicker about everything. Look, Street hey, everything. isn't ska. This yeah, isn't ska. Yeah. Fourth wave is second wave that. Well, no, so. matter, no matter what kind of music you're into, you know, you're a little snobby about it, kind of. So that's probably where people give you a hard time. Oh, yeah. About the, what, what, it doesn't happen too often, generally? but every now and again, yeah. Some online people, people. Some people online will say something. It'll be like, mm. oh, you're not really fourth wave, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, dude, we don't really care. Come to one of our shows and see how much fun you have. We usually have pretty good turnouts. I mean, when we play, we have like loyal fans. Like, I want to shout out CJ, Amy. Um, Kyle's parents. Kyle, my parents. <laughs> they come to like every show they can. Oh, that's and, very cool. Marky. Yeah. Marky Poe. Yeah. yeah, we have some great fans. And, like, you know, we bring the energy and we just try to have a good time and not be too snobby about what we're making. And No, yeah, it's all about the fun. It's I about mean, having yeah. fun and making, like, music you can listen to and dance to and party to. All right. Uh, no Way We Can Lose. Want to play it? Yes. Okay. Ooh, this is, uh, no Way We Can Lose.
one by Turkey Blaster Omega. Very cool. Um, so you got shows or anything you want to promote coming up? Absolutely. Obviously, May 24th is the most recent one coming up with the Bridge City Centers. Um, that's going to be at Photo City. And our friend from Buffalo, his, um, I think he's doing it solo, Tyler Westcott. But if you don't know him, his, his band is Folk Faces. Um, he's, he's from Buffalo. He's hopping on that gig, too. Excited about that. And then one that I'm super excited for is the Buffalo Ska Festival um, coming up in July. We only got we got less than 80 tickets less, uh, left for that, too. But that's July 22nd. And there's going to be a, a, bunch, a bunch of ska bands from all around New York, Philadelphia. Um, are going to be there. Mephiscopheles is the headliner. Um, they're another super high energy. They're like almost like ska core. <laughs> they're satanic ska. Yeah, they're satanic ska. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, they like redo the Bumblebee Tuna song and everything. But we, yeah. We're very excited to be a part of that bill yeah. because they were already fully booked. I mean, they already had like 11 ska bands on this bill. And honestly, we reached out to them. We're like, dude, we would love to be a part of this. Like we have all the best ska bands coming here. Please let us on. And Laura, in, in charge of Riot Squad Media, who's booking the show, she was like, absolutely. Yeah, no hesitation. No hesitation. You're absolutely in there. <laughs> we're putting you right in the middle. You're totally good. Uh, yeah, we're playing with Mephiscopheles, Working Class Stiffs, The Abrupters, Backyard Superheroes, The Upfucks, Do It With Malice, <laughs> The What Nows, Amy Gabba and The Almost Famous, Skamagachi and Girth Control. Skamagachi's a new one from Buffalo, by the way. They're, yeah. they're like less than two years old, I think. Yeah, we got bands ranging from New York City to Jersey to Albany. This is like the upstate New York Scott experience yep. that you cannot miss. So I guess there is a huge ska uh, following or, or more than you would think in yeah. like just the northeast and especially like new york there's like there's been a lot of ska things brewing here and there's been i know of at least two or three new like skamagachi is another one that just formed um bands are coming back from the dead like do it with malice um they were on a 10-year hiatus they're like super ska punk like they have that we, have i that love down. them we Dude, love them they're one of my favorites they, they, they've, been, they've so been so great to us and we've been playing a lot of shows yeah. with them lately and we just absolutely adore do it with malice yeah, uh, those guys crush 10 year long hiatus and so there's like this like ska thing brewing in the north i want to say northeast but it really is like uh, millington that's another one that's millington like, out of albany we just big. played with them at the bug jar yeah so there's a lot of them. We had a packed house at the Bug Jar for a three ska band review, like, showing up. Like, there's, it's still out there. There's diehard fans out there in the woodwork. People are traveling tri-state area to come see some of these shows. Oh, yeah, Buffalo Ska Fest. We got people coming from Indiana, oh, Ohio, yeah. Pennsylvania. And I just know that from the, the Friends of Streetlight Manifesto group because um, we promoted it, or I promoted it in that group, and then another person in that group is on the bill, the, uh, the What Nows. And so we got people coming for that. And it's just, it's been really cool. We've had people travel for our shows just for us, too, before. And that's how, far, cool. how far do you guys travel? Um, Farthest we've gone is Philly so yeah. far, which is an interesting gig. We played, uh, <laughs> what, is it Madame Hussan's uh, Ramen Noodle House? It's a sushi, or, sushi, bar. Sushi, sushi bar. The lady that invented the Philadelphia roll. Yeah. yeah. Her, oh. her spot. She has a documentary about her. She <laughs> was so nice, and, like, we had, like, a great time out there, but, like, it was like a sushi restaurant with, like, customers in there trying to eat sushi, and we got, like, a loud Scott Poke band <laughs> in the corner. And it was, it they, was... They, they booked us <laughs> on a whim, because we were all going to go see Streetlight the day after, and I'm like, dude, what if we booked a show? And I, I hit up a couple of our friends, and, like, on the cinder, they directed me to um, the guy that was booking that show. And those guys didn't – I don't think they really knew the high energy we had because they had us open. 
And it was like, people are like eating their sushi and we're like wailing. Like Kyle's doing like double kick pedal stuff. <laughs> there's just trumpets and trombones just like flaring in your face. Yeah, and these people are like trying to. The sushi <laughs> I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but I got like at least two plates of sushi there. Oh, yeah. That so, was great. Was so oh, no. And they were so accommodable and they were so nice to us. And we were just happy to be there, you know, like. Yeah. So how about the sushi customers? Were they digging the band? Uh, it was kind of an odd turnout. Okay. It was kind of a weird I feel vibe like the there. People but... that were eating sushi though came like they were the friends of the bands. Like they were eating, yes, they were sushi sure. customers, but they also did want to see the show because it was upstairs. Well, I do remember like into our third song, Madam herself came on stage and was like, "You need to play quieter now," <laughs> and we were like, "Oh, well, well, we're so sorry. Like we're trying." But, like... <laughs> Yeah, I, I forgot about that. That was a fun one, though. That was no, the farthest. That was the farthest we ever went. No, and, and, like, that was a big milestone as a band. Like, yeah. you know, we all bought tickets. We drove out of state, took multiple cars, organized this thing. Like, you know, we're, we're... it's so hard to get anywhere with eight people. Yeah, it's so bad. hard. You can't just pile into a van with your gear. Like, you got to cool have, like, four it's cars. It's cool that you bring like, all eight, because a lot of times the bands travel, they strip, strip down to the bare bones. Yeah, yep. Okay, um... One more. I was going to do Temple on a Tuesday. Cool. Yeah. All right. Some uh, some more Turkey Blaster Omega.
kind of similar. I mean, I hate to bring it up, but I have to. At Bug Jar a couple weeks ago, you know, I had way too much dinosaur barbecue. I ate like a three-meat combo before we loaded in. When like we got up there, it was so hot. Yeah. We, we were playing with doing it with Malice and Millington at this show, and those guys crush electric, so fucking awesome. And here I am, I get up there. I did good, we did good. I yeah. held it together, but man, my stomach. As soon as those lights hit me, I was like, I'm gonna throw up. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know when I'm gonna throw up, but it's happening. Man. This is the story of the ultimate Bootin' Rally, all right? And so, I'm, I don't know if you've ever been to the bug jar, but like in the bug jar, there's a door, usually yeah. right behind the drummer, that leads directly outside. If, it, if we played any other venue in Rochester, I probably would have ended up throwing up Disaster. on myself and the drum set. So you made it out the door? Oh, I stood oh, up. Sweet. Oh, I was like 20 seconds, 30 seconds from ending. That'll be the day cover Streetlight Manifesto. We were so close. <laughs> and I just go, like, cross my arms. And I go, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I stand up and bleh, And uh. as, I, as I open the door, there's a guy sitting out there. <laughs> <laughs> so I smash him in the back with the door because I didn't know he was there. And he stands up all pissed off. And I just immediately am throwing yep. up on him. Like, right next to him, all over uh. him. And then I start seeing phones coming out. And there's phones in my face as I'm throwing it was, them out the yeah, back Yeah, he, he definitely recorded that. And, <laughs> and Aaron, our sax player's mom, she saw what was happening from inside the venue. So she ran outside around the corner of the bar and came right up to, are you okay? Is everything okay? And I'm like projectile vomiting, <laughs> like out of the thing while she's asking me these questions. It was a solid minute. I swear to God, I did not drink too much because, like, I do drink a lot. I get it. You know, I play, play a lot. But no, you like, I, I, yeah, but I you take it seriously. Been. When we play gigs, I'll have, like, two, three beers. I'll hop on stage. I'm not getting wasted on stage. I tell you, those lights and that barbecue did not sit <laughs> Just bad mix. And I'll never eat dinosaur barbecue, barbecue a before choice. a gig ever again, but I will eat it all the time because it's so fucking delicious. <laughs> all <laughs> right. I remember just, Good way to end it. <laughs> I remember just blankly staring, like, at, like, just not sure what to do. And Lenny looks at me, he's like, well, don't stare at him. So I, like, turn around, and he's like, get the crowd to sing. He's like, no, no, no. So we got the acapella going with the crowd, and we kept singing and singing. And finally, Kyle, like, turns around, he leaves the door open, he, like, wipes his wipes his face off, and he sits down, and the whole group starts cheering. Oh, the crowd was going nuts at this yeah. point. They just saw, like, a, a whole show for free right there. Right, it was definitely, and it was funny because then we then we finished the set, and it was like, thanks, like we would be way less punk if Kyle wasn't in the band. Like, <laughs> the amount of punk that this kid has brought to the, it's just it's hilarious. I'm always you know, throwing people off stage, throwing up on stage, yeah. you know, have a good time. Equipment know. breaking. Equipment. Sometimes your shit breaks, man. You got you got to fight through. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. We yeah. take ourselves seriously as a band. We really do. And we care about the music we release, and we care about what we write. We have a lot of heart, man. Like, mm-hmm. we really do. With the amount of people in this band, there's a lot of chemistry. And, you know, I mean, sometimes shit happens, man. Yeah, it's all you fun. Know, to like, get, it's all fun, too. You know? It's, we're having fun. Yeah, we're, fun. We hope you guys and fans are having fun. You know? We're really just yeah. having fun ourselves. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. After this, I can't wait to see you. <laughs> so at the end of, um, was it Mozzarella Sticks? There was, like, this little interview thing what, yes tell me about that that's hilarious kyle <laughs> all right well so i have a little sister her name's aaron she's awesome gem absolute gem she does a lot of like uh cosplay video game design work in her life she lives in riley north carolina and so there was a comic-con event similar to comic-con coming through i forget exactly what it was called but she saw that dana snyder was going to be there and he's one of my heroes i love aqua teen hunger force i love 
Venture Brothers. I he's love, the voice of Shake. He's the voice of Master Shake. He's the voice of the Alchemist in Venture Brothers. He's just one of my voice actor heroes that I absolutely adore. It's ever since childhood. And my sister saw that he was coming, and she, her boyfriend actually does stand-up comedy out in Riley, North Carolina, and knows Dana personally. So they went to this Comic-Con thing together, and uh, they waited in like a three-hour line to meet Dana, even though they know each other, because that's the way those gigs work. And Aaron paid like 60 bucks, and he did like a voiceover, and she paid for him to do it for me and our band and everything we're doing because she's the greatest little sister ever. And he and just spends like three minutes just ripping on us, dude. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, he's making fun of us. It's a great listen. And uh, this isn't the first time that they've done this. She went to a different con, and I have a whole nother voice recording of Dana Snyder talking about my job profession. Same guy. Same guy. Yeah. Wow. I, I'll meet him one day. I need to get out there. So you, you, the band wasn't actually there when no. he was doing the, Oh No, this was all the work of my little sister, Erin McEnany. God bless her soul. It was, what, what a treat, you know? Can we can we close the show by playing that? Or is that... Beautiful. Oh, I yes. can definitely say oh, yeah? that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that'd be a riot because I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't even know it's there either, which is great. It's like a little Easter egg we wanted to put in there. When we were putting the album together, I was like, kid, you got to put Dan Snyder in there. <laughs> Duh. And then when, when we were editing the album, I guess I must have been wasted or something because we're going over all the details. I called him Danny Snyder in, yeah. the, <laughs> in the credits. I, 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 all these things are just so out of whack and it's like there's you know, so many typos we already printed like the, the Mac there's and like two typos the Mac and Annie name is spelled wrong it's my fucking name I yeah, should have seen you. that I should have seen that it was on your mom it was on your mom not you though yeah that's true and she's our biggest fan we gotta appease these people we're gonna have to do a reprint those old prints are gonna be worthless oh, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be worth a lot you guys don't realize that misprints make things more valuable yes <laughs> I mean, oh, let's yeah. talk about Dutch for a second. Yeah. I mean, Brad Flower is really trying to get the community together, trying to make an affordable but very secure and nice jam space for everybody. Now, I know there's like a wait list to get in there, but man, if you're serious about trying to get a jam space, I would put your name in that wait list. Absolutely. And between the actual Dutch on East Main and Alexander or Satellite, he's just, he his number one priority is like the musicians promoting artists giving them a spotlight yeah. helping them with like you know and he he does a lot for the community so okay so let's help him out now what what is it a place i can go to see a band or is it just for practice for Eventually. bands to practice in? it's in Eventually. the works it's he's, in the works yeah. he's currently working on liquor licensing and all the licensing that comes along with hosting live music and mm -hmm. uh He's making sure he does it right. He doesn't want to, you know, another Main Street Armory incident, you know? Yeah, yeah. This could be obviously much smaller scale, but uh, he's got, like, full sound equipment. It's in an old church on Easton. Yeah, I was at a function there once, and I thought mm -hmm. it, was, it was really cool, and I heard he was doing stuff with bands, but I don't know if he meant just renting rehearsal space or right now shows. That's, right now, that's what it is. And right. eventually he is going to be... A, um, he he does some events there, but they're very... They're small yeah. right now. But he definitely wants that to be, like, a big venue and and he's he's on his way to do that too. It's see he's done so much work on this church, and it's just it's get it's getting better every year. All right, I'm gonna interrupt a million times. <laughs> really, just yes. <laughs> no way. Hey, edit this one out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something. That should be the intro. That should be the intro. <laughs> That'll be in there. Don't worry. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to end, uh, end the podcast with uh, a little interview that uh, the band got done. And um, 
Would you like to promote your social media or anything else you want? Yeah, absolutely. We are on um, pretty much any streaming service you can think of as Turkey Blaster Omega. We're on Facebook and Instagram too. And at the very least, if you don't, if you're not a social media person and you still want to keep up to date on everything that we're doing, TurkeyBlasterOmega.com is going to have all the info that you need. Okay, and that the next show at uh, next show is at Photo City, uh, May twenty fourth. With Bridge City Sinners and Tyler Westcott from Buffalo. Sounds awesome. Let's all go. It's going to be a banger. Banger. That's going to be a banger. Absolutely. Sure. Banger. All right. See well, thank you guys for coming. This was awesome. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank all you right. so much. Well, well, well. Look who's fucking back for more. Mr. Kyle. Hey, I'm busy cutting mushrooms and picking fungi out of my fingernails. Yuck. Gross. <laughs> Up in Rochester. The mushroom scar capital of the world. Crying all day. Because we didn't talk about a stupid ska band. What the hell is it called? Turkey Blaster Omega. Have you ever had an actual audience? Like in front, like people showed up. Not that they were there trying to eat their Subway sandwiches. But like they showed up for your show to listen to you play. And they weren't dating one of you. Yeah, my voice is cracking because I'm so... Emotionally disturbed by this. It's disgusting. Why don't you call you got you ought to be Kyle and the Mushroom Heads? It's a better band name. Alright, Kyle, you play the skins. Yeah, I bet you do. But you pay them every night. Skin flutes, you know what I mean? Penises. That's what I'm talking about. Aaron told me she's nodding her head yes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We know it. We know it. Lenny, your best friend Lenny. Well, well, well. Your best friend, Lenny, on guitar, the coolest instrument in the ska band. And Katie, she not have to bring jack shit. She brings nothing. She brings the sex appeal. For, I'm sure she loves being the front man for Turkey Blaster Omega. I'm sure she tells everybody, no, 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 I'm the lead singer of Turkey Blaster Omega. And they say, you still have to pay for this pizza, ma'am. Get out of here. <laughs> You sell merch, Kyle. You braggart. Who doesn't want a Turkey Blaster Omega shirt? All right, I might get a shirt. I might get a shirt. Kyle, you're annoying at best. If God is a sky, a sky loving mushroom, you're gonna have a, you're gonna get a good spot up there. Goodbye, sucker. <laughs> I'm dating your sister. Woo! I hope your band doesn't stink.